Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining Carrie Aller and Friends Coffee Chat. Today I have my sweet friend Coranda with me. Hey Coranda. Hi, thank you Carrie for having me on. Well, thank you. So what are you drinking? I see I you am, got some coffee, girl. I do. If it's going to be a coffee and chat, then I'm going to have my coffee. That's right. Um, I'm drinking just some regular Folgers coffee, nothing exciting. <laughs> and I have already gone and got some pumpkin spice. Yes. There. So that's what I'm drinking today. Yeah. With some sugar. Oh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit of sugar. <laughs> Just, so are you one that like likes a lot of cream with your coffee or like how do you do it? You know what? I used to really like a lot of cream with my coffee. Yeah. Now I'm more of like I, I really do prefer more coffee over cream. Oh, okay. So yeah, a little half, a little half, half. Um, just a little bit of sugar. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to taste the coffee, though. I like a yeah. strong coffee. Yeah. A good, good coffee. That's good. I'm so excited just to spend time with you today and to have you on the show. So thank you again for yeah, coming on. Thank you for so me. I love your story. I love your heart for the Lord. And Coranda, will you share a little bit about your journey in trusting God and starting the church and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, we launched Pathway now two years ago, so Mm -hmm. it's just amazing to think about um, all that God's done in just two years, but it really started so much before that. Mm -hmm. Um, So Brian and I have been married about 13 years now, as of last week, actually, and so we were um, married and went right into ministry, and we had served as student pastors, associate pastors, we even led young adults for a while. Yeah. I mean, we've kind of just been um, in all sorts of different situations. And then we were lead pastors in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We were out there for um, almost six years, actually, and um, really just loved where we were and um, honestly thought we would probably live there forever. Yeah. We had both of our kids there. They were both born in Pittsburgh and um, really enjoyed that city. Um there was something just kind of gnawing at our hearts, though, just mm-hmm. something just like there was just a piece missing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would honestly say that we we felt that for a long time, but we always were very, very content and knew that we were right where God wanted us to. Right. Um, but it was like that awareness that like we were made to do something different. Something but it just, more. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. the time yet. And um, we were really happy there. I mean, really, I, th- I think Brian thought he was going to be buried out back. So, I mean, we just <laughs> never had any intentions of doing anything different. Right. Um, but God, I can look back now and see that God was already working on our hearts. And, um, you know, we uh, we had our son and, and life was great and everything was going really good. And then I got pregnant with our daughter. And um, several months before I delivered, Brian came to me and just said, I just really feel like God is dealing with my heart. And he had been on the way home from church on a Sunday afternoon and specifically he can remember right where he was mm. on the highway and he said I just I felt like God was really speaking to me directly and that that we were something was going to change yeah. and um, so we really had no idea how to interpret that and I, I sort of began to sense that too just in my own way and then um he started praying and just, uh, we just sort of try and, you know, try to ask God, what are you doing in our lives? What's going on? And then um, just a little before she was born, he said, I'm just going to, I'm going to fast and I'm going to go ahead and fast for a season. And he really just was going to try this for a few days. Yeah. And then uh, there was no answer after a few days. And his point in fasting was just, okay, God, like we understand that you, you, you're moving us, like you're transplanting our hearts. Mm-hmm. We, we can see now that that there's going to be a time that we leave here. And we didn't think that that was going to happen, but now we see you doing that. And so 
where are we going? Like, what are we going to do? We have no clue what this means. Like right. we definitely, I think in ministry, a lot of times, um, you know, I've heard it referred to as just rose colored glasses mm-hmm. where you will be anticipating, um, just life to stay the same. And because you, all you can see is the present and the current. And so mm-hmm. then all of a sudden things will change and, mm-hmm. and it's as though like you just have a heart shift. And so I think those glasses come off and you're like, oh wow, I see things differently than I did before. And I think only the Lord can do that. But yeah, he started fasting, and then um, several days passed, and then a week, and then a couple weeks, and then this went on for 40 days, and wow. so he really um, just kept after it. I was pregnant, so I was really just trying to support him in prayer, mm-hmm. but um, definitely knew God was moving, and then sure enough, at the very last of this, it, it was the last day, um, he he woke me up in the middle of the night, and he said, hey, I, I definitely know that God's God's spoken to my heart and has has just kind of directed me. I guess you would say that, um, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be leaving, and wow. so we um, we started praying over certain scriptures and. And what happened was that we started thinking about church planting. And so that was just something that we would have never envisioned ourselves doing. <laughs> like, I'll be really honest. We are not cool people. Yes, you <laughs> are. So, Stop like, it. We don't really think of ourselves as cool people. And just, I think sometimes, you know, um, we, when we had just examined anything with church planting, we just didn't think that we had what it, what it took to do it. And mm. so... I mean, it is some hard work. And, yeah. and and beyond that, I think that, you know, there's an attractional quality with people. And so we just thought, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> but we started, um, we started looking into church planning. And so we really started feeling like, hey, this is this is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is the the what. Not quite for sure the why yet or the where, but mm. this is the what. Like we're gonna plant church. Um and it had to be from the Lord because it certainly wasn't something we dreamed up. But we um, we really started praying specifically. Okay, like God, where where are we gonna go? How are we gonna do this? Mm-hmm. And um, Brian actually has a cousin that um, serves in an Ark Church plant, and so Ark is the Association of Related Churches, and so they are just a a fellowship, not, I don't know, that's probably not the best word, just like an organization, I Mm -hmm. guess I should say, that launches church plants. They partner with you. So it's a partnership. They're not a denomination or a backing, but more just a foundational support for training. Mm -hmm. And so he had, in conversations with Brian, shared with him about ARC and just about how amazing of a resource they were. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this the right way because we don't know how to do this and, and we don't know what step to take first. Right. And they're an amazing resource and their success rate is phenomenal. I mean, like 99%. It's, wow. it's like they're, they're very effective in what they do. And so we thought, okay, let's, let's check into this. And so we went and actually applied and this is while we were still living in Pittsburgh and we went to a training, and I, I, I had just delivered our second child, and so, you know, everything is kind of spinning around, <laughs> and you're just trying to catch your bearings and, and figure out things, but we went to this training. Um, she was just a few months old, and we went upstate New York to Rochester, and we got approved to plant a church. Wow. But we weren't quite for sure exactly where we were planning a church. <laughs> and they'll ask you that question, you know. And so and so along about this time, as we were going through this interview process and doing all this prep work, mm-hmm. because it's pretty intense. I mean, they're not going to allow you to plant a church if you 
don't have a, a real steady foundation. They really want to check on your marriage, your finances, your just spiritual life. They want to make right. sure that you're healthy. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, as we were as we were preparing to move to who knows where, we got out a map, honestly, and we just started praying over major cities and just really started thinking and praying and thinking and praying. And um, every area that we kind of looked into just sort of started falling off the map. Wow. And so when we were do- doing this training and we got approved, um, shortly after that, we made a trip out to Oklahoma mm-hmm. and we spent about a week and we just drove around Oklahoma City. And that was definitely one of the cities that was on our map. And, and we always told the Lord, like, we don't want to go just anywhere. Right. Um, you know, that we have an interest in because there's a lot of cities that it would definitely oh, be yeah. just fun to live and probably plan a church. Yeah. But, you know, we really said, OK, God, we'll go wherever you want. But we, we just want to know that it's from you. And mm-hmm. so. Um, as we were out here, we were just driving around, spending some time, checking out some places, thinking about possibilities. And um, I was driving uh, along with the kids, and Brian went to meet an act- an our church planter mm-hmm. that lives in this area. And um, they actually had planted a couple years ahead of us. So they were already kind of in the game yeah. at the time. And so we um, we were spending some time that day and Brian called me and he said, I, I really believe that UConn is where we're supposed to be. I, I mm-hmm. really, and then he's not the type of person that will say those type of things. <laughs> I mean, <they're> like, <laughs> we're, you know, I think when, when you know that God's moving in your heart and yeah. you sense him leading you, but then there, I think, are those moments where you have just direct confirmation where yeah. God has definitely... Spoke and said, this is it. And, yeah. and that was it. And that was one of those moments. And so just in praying about that, we went back to Pittsburgh. We put our house in the market. It sold. Cash buyer. They didn't wow. want an inspection. <laughs> and wow. They wanted this out as soon as we could. And I actually had prayed specifically for that, almost like a fleece before the Lord. Like, yeah. Jesus, just really just give us confirmation that we know that we're doing the right thing because we're uprooting our family. Mm-hmm. We're leaving our income completely behind. And... um all we have is is what's in the account right now. Like, this right. is it. This is what we're going to do. And so, um, you know, I believe that, that just taking that step and just trusting the Lord was definitely scary, um, but also trusting his leading and knowing that he was before us mm-hmm. and really being confident in that. So mm-hmm. it was more of an adventure than just fearful. But, um, yeah, sure enough, out we moved to Oklahoma. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian was born in Oklahoma, and so he um, he he moved from here though when he was young. Mm-hmm. And but he has family members in Oklahoma, of course. And so, um, but we didn't have anyone directly when we moved here that we knew or have any financial support. Mm-hmm. We weren't. We we launched Pathway, and Pathway is a non denominational church, so we don't have any partnership with any fellowship or anything like right. that. Yeah, it was definitely a challenge because, you know, there's there's that side of wisdom that says have a team to launch a church. And that was one of the things that Ark strongly recommended was, you know, go there and just shadow in some churches and just mm-hmm. learn all you can. And and they taught us how to build a launch team. But that's a little overwhelming and intimidating when you're moving to sure. somewhere. So yeah. they would call that parachuting. So we just parachuted in. Mm. Um, no team, no money, no, I mean, other than our own. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and no people. So yeah. we had no staff. They didn't exist at the time. It was just me and him. It was and a big kids. step of faith. 
big step of faith. Yeah. Scary, but um, exciting. Yeah. I think there's those times where you can step out in faith and you know that God is leading you. You don't have all the answers and you don't know what's happening. So it's definitely a challenge, but at the same time, it's exciting because we trust and know okay, God, like this is you for mm-hmm. sure. Like we've, we didn't just take it lightly. I mean, prayer and fasting and time and things went into it. So yeah. definitely cool to look back on it now yeah. on this side of it. But at the time, you know, if I had known all of what I had known now, yeah. I might've been like, hey, we'll stay just a little bit longer yeah. here and wait before we move. But I had a great job and, yeah. and I loved, I loved my job at the time. And I served in ministry in our church, but it's so different than what it is now. Yeah. It's very different. So, yeah. Yeah. But God's faithful and. He is. Took care of us. Yeah. And I love it. Like, and my husband and I and our kids go to your church and we absolutely love it. And we love getting connected. And my daughter has a huge heart to serve in the kids ministry. That's and awesome. she was making up a chant on the side of the road, like when she was <laughs> holding up this sign. That's so cool. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So what would you say to the people right now that maybe they're feeling prompted by the Lord to do something, but they're kind of scared. Like, what would you say to them? Oh yeah, that's good. And I think that happens all the time. I mean, even in my own life still, there's so many situations I'm praying over right now, just, okay, God, is this you? Is this me? You know, I think, um, just really knowing God's truth, Mm -hmm. knowing his word. Um, that sounds maybe a little cliche, but I really believe that if you, um, spend time in prayer and you spend time reading God's word, yeah. and you grow in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, you you know his presence and his leading, and you can identify that. Um, just kind of like in your relationship with your spouse or a friend, like you spend time with them and you know their character, right? and you know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot easier um, for me to sit down with somebody that I know well, right. and to kind of anticipate their next move, anticipate what they <laughs> might say, right. um, in a sense, you know, I really think that our relationship with the Lord is so much like that. Mm-hmm. It's just anticipating him and, and we know him by his character Yes, and we can read about him, but then we can look back and see how he's been faithful in other situations. Mm-hmm. So one thing that we do is we actually keep a list and it's in our office here at our house and we have a list and we look over it anytime we're having those moments where we need to move forward in faith and we sense that God is stirring in our heart for something new Mm -hmm. or something that's going to be challenging Mm -hmm. and we look over the things that he has done and where he's been faithful Um, one of our biggest things that just transformed our family was we almost lost our little girl after she was born mm-hmm. and she was very sick and God just miraculously healed her body. Mm-hmm. And and we go back to that almost daily and oh, we yeah. just remind ourselves that God is faithful and he is who he says he is. Yes, he is. And so I would just encourage somebody that's thinking like, hey, I, th- I really feel like the Lord's doing something in my life step out. I mean, his word says to test him. And and I I think that that can be done in such a healthy way because I think there's wisdom that's involved, but I know that the Lord gives you that. Oh yeah. And I think if you will pray and seek, you, you aren't missing God. God doesn't lead you astray Mm -hmm. and his intention and his character is not to confuse you. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember growing up and you would hear people all the time, like, I just don't want to miss God's will for my life. I'm like, 
well, you won't. <laughs> you're following him. Like, you're not going to miss it. He's going to make sure. That's right. But I think that there's that fear that we think yeah. that we will go off on some other path and he'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I have for you. And I definitely think those moments can happen when we try to get ahead of God. Yes. I know we have done those things where we really have best intentions right. and we're prayerfully considering something. Mm-hmm. But in our own timing, we rush ahead and we maybe <laughs> make a decision and we think, Okay, I, I'm not for sure <laughs> this was it, you know? And yeah. it can end up poorly. So it's true. I would say just really like knowing him and, and spending time with him in whatever way that looks like for oh, you. Yeah. But not being fearful because the Bible says that he doesn't give us a spirit of fear. No. And so when we trust in that and we know that it may be something that we're fearful of because it's new. Right. But if it's him and he's leading, we can rest in that assurance and knowing, like, just take one more step. I don't yeah. think that he's asking us at any point to just jump off the cliff. Mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of just getting to the edge. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's taking care of the rest. Like, oh, let, yeah. let him build a bridge across. That's you know? right. So sometimes it's just we try to do so much mm-hmm. and, and see so much. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I mean, for us and our story, looking back, we had no idea what was coming around the next curve, honestly, every day. Right. So I, I think that if we would have, fear really would have crept in mm-hmm. because it, it was a more of a battle of the mind, you know, than anything yeah. else. So yeah. I think if you can really just trust to take one step at a time, that is the hardest thing to do. It is hard. But that's how you take the big leaps yeah. is you learn to trust in the little ones mm-hmm. um, and know that God God proves his faithfulness. For sure. So. And I think sometimes, too, we have to do things afraid. Like, yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. I mean. There's great reward in that. Yeah. We you, say that at Pathway all the time. Yeah. Like, big God, big risk. That's right. Big reward. That's right. Because I think God really does honor that. Yeah, he does. And you look at people in the Bible. I mean, you know they had to be afraid with a lot of Absolutely. the things that went on. Yeah. I mean, when David faced Goliath. That was probably yeah. scary. <laughs> it's not just this little story. Right. Like it was, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I do. I do. I think it's exciting. I think it yeah. makes for a great story, but it's certainly not when you're in that moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, while I was really excited about the adventure that awaited us when I knew we were going to be moving, <laughs> yeah. I was still sad because we sure. were leaving familiarity and somewhere mm-hmm. we loved mm-hmm. and, and a church we had invested into. And mm-hmm. so that becomes a part of you and you develop relationships with people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, I think that there's a lot to be said that, you know, I think sometimes we anticipate for it to not to be that way, mm-hmm. that it's supposed to just be complete peace and just right. complete transparency and just clarity and knowing everything. Mm-hmm. But really, I think a lot of it has to do with just trusting for that one step yeah. and and knowing that there there will probably be some emotional ties and, and feelings that come about fear and, mm-hmm. um, and some anxieties and some, you know, different things. And I, yeah. I just think that it's, it's just challenging. It's just, you just have to learn how to navigate that. But the mm-hmm. more you do, the more that you will trust. That's and right. So it's, it can be really fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so scary too. Yes, it is. But like when you do look back at how God has been faithful, it's like, how can we not 
Right. But, you yeah. know, then our flesh gets, I mean, I am so guilty of this. Yeah. Like, my flesh gets the best of me, and I'm like, absolutely. God, yeah. are you really going to? And God's yeah. like, yes, I am. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's hard. just normal. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll be honest, in relationships with family and friends, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that we still have those questions, even when yeah. you know someone very well. Mm-hmm. I think you still are like, do they have my best interests yeah. at, at heart? Do they ha- do they know what I need? And mm-hmm. he and he does, but we forget that. And even if we don't forget that, we act out of that character. Yeah. And so, like I said, just trusting his character and knowing who he is gives you great confidence in knowing that it will be fine. Yeah. Um, but there's wisdom there. I think he expects us to use the wisdom because we could have easily, I think, jumped ahead and rushed into it and maybe, for example, just picked a different place. Right. I think so much of it has to do with, you know, exactly being where, where God wants you to be. Yeah. And at the right timing, mm-hmm. you know, you hear oh, God's timing is not on our timing. <laughs> well, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so true. <laughs> like, it's just so true. Yeah. And I think we can rush ahead. Yeah. And then that's where I, I do think it can become a situation that's, you know, creates fearful and, and um, those those panic moments where you start yeah. to question everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, just definitely would encourage anyone just to know what God has done in your life and know who he is. Yes. And just trust his timing. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of times for me that I, I know in my heart that I know that God wants me to do certain things, mm-hmm. even still. And that I just have just a deep, um, I don't even know what to call it, just like an urge or just a, a moving of him to know that there are things that I want to be a part of and right. want to do. Mm-hmm. But yet I do also know that I can't do it without him and I can't do it on my own That's right. time. That's right. And so having to just stand and just kind of plant myself and, mm-hmm. and wait for him to open that opportunity is mm-hmm. really hard. Yes. Because I think there's a difference between like knowing God wants you to, to do something and then knowing yep. that it's the timing for it. And yeah. so that's, that's <laughs> something I have to remind myself. I'm a yep. planner. And so I'll think, well, oh, I can, this, it's all lining up, you know, it's all, <laughs> this is great. Like, why not? Like, right. why not do it now? Right. Um, I know God's wanted me to do this. Why not do it right now? And then I have to remind myself, okay, you know, because I don't know that this is the season. I'm working yeah. another job right now. Mm-hmm. And I thankfully God provided, and it's the same company that I was with when we were in Pittsburgh. And so I was able to transfer and, and stay with them. Yeah. And so just in those moments, that's just another example of God's faithfulness. But there are moments when I just know, God, you've called me to ministry. Yeah. This is, I, I should be doing this 100% of the time. Right. God, do you know I could be so much more effective if I would have all this time to pour mm-hmm. into but I also know that during this season, he's given me this other job. And yeah. so I am being faithful to that. Yeah. And just, you know, even when I don't want to be. <laughs> so yeah. Hard. That's hard. Good, Timing. It is. Yeah. Timing. And so what would you say about surrounding yourself with like-minded people that have a heart for whatever you're doing or what direction you're going? Like, why is that important? Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. You know, we talk, um, and I'll just use Pathway as yeah. an example. So at our church, we talk about... You know, knowing God, mm-hmm. finding family, mm-hmm. making a difference. Well, the knowing God is very intimate and personal. Um, and 
And then when it comes to finding family, there's so much importance in that and so much life Mm -hmm. in that because when you surround yourself by people that are believing the same way as you and Mm -hmm. that can encourage you, Mm -hmm. um, I don't need people speaking into my life and telling me like, do you know what? You would have so much more time if you would just quit your job and do this and this. Because while they probably have a lot of my best interests at sure. heart, um, I need spiritual counsel and wisdom That's good. for someone to be honest and say, do you really feel like God is is moving and, and, and it's the time to leave? Like, mm-hmm. Do you know? Because I can honestly say that it's not today. Yeah. And so I, I think that finding people that can encourage you because you're going to have days where you want to quit Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you are going to have days where you just don't sense and feel God moving in Mm -hmm. your life. Mm -hmm. That's heavy to have to hear that, but it's It's true. true. I mean, seasons. Yep. Sometimes it's not days, it's seasons. Yeah. And there comes great, great value and just treasure in Mm -hmm. knowing that you can have people who speak into your life and just even if it's going into a group and just connecting with people yeah. and being encouraged, and honestly, even if they don't know exactly what's going on in your life and you haven't shared it, mm-hmm. um, being surrounded by people who will just, in, in a way, it's amazing because I think God speaks into their heart to encourage you in the way that you need without sometimes you even saying a word. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a lot of health in that. Um it's very scary to be in moments where you don't know what's happening in your life and you don't feel or sense God moving mm-hmm. and you're alone too. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier to be in those moments and just be real and vulnerable. And that's very scary. It is. But just to say, Hey, I, I, I need just some encouragement cause I am not doing well and, yeah. and I don't know what my next steps are. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a new territory for me, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of health in that. So I would just yeah. encourage you, like, don't believe that lie. I, I have, it, it's times in my life that I remember a time when I was young and I was just struggling with personal issues in my family mm-hmm. and I felt very alone mm-hmm. and I, I really contemplated like whether it was just worth it to keep moving on. Mm-hmm. I, I really started to kind of strategically think that way and just to think like I don't matter and, and mm-hmm. I don't want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that because I think we all get to those places, but I was tired yeah. and I didn't want to keep working and moving forward. And I was just kind of done. Mm-hmm. And I think if it wasn't for a couple of key people that didn't even really know that, but could just observe me and see that I was out of character. Sometimes it's just people that That's know good. you, that you're around you and yeah. you haven't said anything, but because you spend time with them, they mm-hmm. become like a family to you mm-hmm. and you're connected and they can see that you're just off. Yeah. Something's just off. Yeah. And so, you know, thankfully I had people step into my life. <laughs> I'm like, how do you know these things? Yeah. You know, but yeah, there, there's a great lie that convinces you. And I believe that's just the enemy. It is. Using that distraction to oh, yeah. just convince you that, you know what? Like it is not worth it. Mm-hmm. You are not going to feel God anymore. Mm-hmm. Like all these things you thought God wanted to do in your life. It's just you. It's not him. Mm-hmm. And we buy into that and we think, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. And I'm alone. And so it's defeating. But it's great if you're connected. Yes. 
because you're not alone. Yes, exactly. (laughs) For you, exactly. We say that all the time. It's not about filling seats. It's about filling hearts. Yeah. I love to just shepherd and pastor people because I can still remember if I just close my eyes and think that pain and that hurt from having those moments and those seasons Mm -hmm. and walking through difficult things and knowing that surely somebody else in this room feels that way right now. Yeah. And I don't want that for them Mm. because I know what's on the other side of it. And it doesn't mean that you won't go back through those things, but you know, Mm -hmm. and that's when you look at your list Mm -hmm. and you see, and you look around at people that know you. So plug in wherever it is. Yeah. Connect and yeah. just be with people who will speak truth into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I need people that will be honest with me. Yeah. <laughs> and tell me, yeah, hey, you know, slow your roll. <laughs> You're moving ahead, you know, get yeah. back a little bit. Yeah. That's, that's healthy. It's yeah. So healthy. It is healthy, and I can be a hot mess express, but yeah, I need those people to flip me in the yeah. head. Hello, Carrie. Yeah, you I know? know they love me, yeah. and they and they have walked before me. That's right. I encourage people, I, and we um, we're actually leading a group right now, and we've talked about the importance of knowing in your life who are you pouring into mm-hmm. um, as a follower of Jesus. You know, who are you following in? and pouring into and, and who's following you. Yeah. And so just kind of on both ends of that spectrum, knowing, and if you don't have those people, um, I know so many times where I just wanted that, but I, I didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who to ask. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll find you people. We'll find you a tribe. That's right. Because it's, it's really important just for you to totally flourish and like have all that God wants you to have and oh, yeah. experience all that he has for you. Oh yeah. It's, it can be really good. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important too, to, um, have different people of different ages in your life yeah, that speak great. into you mm-hmm. because, you know, they have different perspectives they are going through different things yeah. and it's just good to learn from each other. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Mm-hmm. Allow people that have gone through certain things. And, and if you know people that have, you'd be surprised, I think, sometimes if you'll just ask them. Exactly. Like, hey, would you just, would you just pour into me? Mm-hmm. And you pursue them. Mm-hmm. I've had people in my life who have wanted me to like mentor them or spend time with them. And I love it. But I pursue my people that yeah. pour into me yeah. and I follow after them mm-hmm. and I try to spend time with them and do things with them. Mm-hmm. So I would just encourage you, like, don't expect someone to just do that for you. Right. Like take initiative, you know? Yeah. And, and I think if you will ask a lot of times, they'll be very open to yeah. that. So I was always afraid yeah. <laughs> to ask that question, but then I knew like, it's my responsibility. We learned yeah. that when we were training for church planting, just, you know, you reach out and let people pour into your life, but it is not their responsibility to come chase you down and see how you're doing. Like you ask them, you know, what, what should I be doing and, That's and good. what can I learn from you? And, yeah. you know, take, take ownership of it. Yeah. So what would you say to the person that's listening that maybe is feeling led to start a church? Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, I would definitely say, um, resource and equip yourself. <laughs> do not do this alone. Yeah. One thing we absolutely loved about partnering with ARC when we when we launched, and like I said, they're not a, a fellowship. They're just an organization. So mm-hmm. they're just a resource. Um, but they 
are the best of the best. I'm yeah. just going to say it. They're so good. It's like steel team six for church planters. <laughs> I mean, like the cuts are high. <laughs> so I feel so blessed to be a part of that family because yeah. I think in that, um, if you're sensing that God is leading you or moving you in that direction, really spend time seeking the Lord and just trusting. Know that it's exciting, but doing it in God's timing is just perfect. Yeah. And so um, don't rush it. And, um, you know, we had people actually try to encourage us to wait. Um, and, and maybe they had some valid reasons even. And, and I, I think just listening to them, though, and then knowing that God was definitely mm. wanting us to do this right during the season that we did, mm-hmm. um, we, we really tried to make sure that we listened to the right voice. That's good. Um, so you can have a lot of people that will try and discourage you yeah. and then a lot of people that will encourage you. Yeah. So I would say equip yourself mm-hmm. and um, go and find people that are doing it well. Mm-hmm. And so when I say well, like imagine all the amazing things that God could do by you planting a church and and see that and and identify it in in a church mm-hmm. and go ask them and 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 ask if you can just sit with them and ask them questions and I know that we absolutely love doing that mm-hmm. I I love it because we've been on the flip side of it yeah and we're still on the flip side yeah. of it because we're still going and meeting with these pastors and leaders like how are you doing this and yeah how did you get here and what do you advise us to do mm-hmm. so resource yourself and equip yourself and um you know I I'll I'll share that resource of just of ARC, just A-R-C. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good because they will help you and mm-hmm. they will walk with you and and teach you and speak into your life and speak truth. And so don't try to do it alone. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. And so, yeah, just just definitely um, find find people that are doing it well too and learn. I love that. I love yeah. that. And it's been a gr- it's been great for us. It was yeah. so good. And Pathway is like an amazing place. Oh, it's so it's awesome. awesome. So if you're in Oklahoma, you should go to Yukon <laughs> right? and go check out Pathway. It's right? amazing. Um, you said one thing just a minute ago, and this will kind of be our closing here, but you said, you know, there are voices and maybe they had good intentions, but voices that tell you to, hey, wait or stop or whatever. Yeah. So what would you say to the person that maybe is having trouble deciphering mm. what voice to listen to? Yeah. Like, It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I do think um, people have a lot of times that are close to your best interests mm-hmm. at heart. And so they want the best for you. And sometimes the best for you looks um, really good on the outside. Mm-hmm. I know for us moving here, it would look like us both having jobs that paid a lot <laughs> so that yeah. we could make money and, and do all these things and plant a church. And so right. that would have been the outside looking in like this, this is what a good decision would look like. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it looked very differently. And so I think when you have people that love you know first who's speaking into your life right so so look at it from the perspective of you know they they do have my best interest at heart on the on the other side of that I would just say use wisdom Mm -hmm. but just seek the Lord's counsel too Mm -hmm. because not always will it look exactly like somebody else wants it to look for you and I would encourage 
anyone in that situation. And I know I find myself in that situation sometimes when I'm wondering, are the voices that I'm hearing that are encouraging me to do it this way, are they are they really trying to provide me the right counsel? Mm-hmm. And is that what I should do? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard. I think you have to really use that. That's a big word of discernment. Just That's really just knowing how to tell the difference. Yeah. And I think that truly does come from spending time in prayer, spending yeah. time reading God's word, because I don't believe that most of the time it's as though God just boldly speaks definitively mm-hmm. to say, do this today, <laughs> move mm-hmm. this direction. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when you're wondering, one thing I know about God is that he doesn't create confusion and chaos. Right. And so right. I know that because I know his character mm-hmm. and I know that from spending time with him. And so I would say just to encourage whoever finds themselves in that place, mm-hmm. and we all do, mm-hmm. um, to really just pursue him and to ask. And so I think it, it may not come in the form that you want it to, and it may not be very direct, but you will know. Um, I think with not just just peace and moving forward about something, but mm-hmm. knowing that, God, this is your timing for whatever I'm doing. And there are going to be people, and you need to know that, that will try to discourage you. And then there are people that discourage you by still having your best interest. I think there's both. Yeah, So for I sure. think just, just looking at it from that perspective, like, hey, they're not out to get me, but they think that it makes sense to do it this way. Right. Because, I mean, really, it, it does make sense. Right. Um, <laughs> but a lot of things with the Lord don't always make right. sense. He's <laughs> so, not logical sometimes yeah. in his ways. We had, yeah, we had a lot of people, and again, it, it would make sense, but yeah. we had a lot of people, you know, tell us, like, hey, like, you guys both need to get different jobs. You need to be working constantly. Well, we had two small kids. We had chosen for our family at the time to to watch them and not put them in childcare. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what worked for us. Mm-hmm. It's just what worked for us. And I did have a good job, but I, I worked from home, and so it was like, it looked a little bit different. Right. And we wouldn't have been able to get anything done during that season. It was just us. So we had to work constantly. Mm -hmm. And so had we both been working all day, every day, the likelihood of us actually getting done what we needed to was probably not going to happen. And so for somebody else, though, it was like, oh, you need to do it this way. Well, we, we, had, we lived differently, and, and we knew that we were doing what God wanted us to do. So right. it's super hard. It's so good. It's super hard. It really is. And know that it is hard, and know that it's not just you. Like, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know. Right. Like, what, do I, what am I supposed to do? Which direction right. am I supposed to go? Like, just just know that as the more that you seek Him and the more that you pursue that relationship with the Lord and you ask for clarity, I do believe God gives that because I just yeah. know he's a God of order and yes, he no is. confusion. That's so good. <laughs> and I encourage you guys to read in Hebrews chapter 11. It's a faith chapter. Yeah, it's really good. So good. Give you encouragement. But um, Coranda, how could people find Pathway? Can you <gasps> yeah. like social media and all that stuff? Yeah. So you can go and find our website online, which is really great. It's yourpathway.church. And from there, you can link up to all of our social media, which is fantastic, by yes. the way. I'm just going to tell you, it's so good. It is so good. <laughs> so good. It actually makes me excited to see what's coming out every day um, and just to follow. And it's your Pathway Church. You can follow us on social, all one word, all over case. And yeah. um, check it out. We meet every single Sunday, 9.30 and 11.15 at UConn High School in UConn. Yeah. And it's a blessing. It's such a blessing. <laughs> I love it. I love what God's doing. So It's exciting. It is. It's really cool knowing that we 
we didn't do this. That's right. And that's God. what I love most about this story is yeah. that we had we had no idea how to do this mm-hmm. and we still have no idea. We're just really <laughs> trusting him and following him and just learning from people and yeah. how to do things. Yeah. But it's exciting because I, I know that the story will be awesome because yes. He's just, he's getting to do what he wants to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on my show today. And (laughs) you're definitely going to have to be a guest again. This was so much fun. It was really fun. And it was so cute because when we started this, you guys, you can't see what's (laughs) going on. (laughs) First podcast. uh, Yeah. But me and Corinna both like, you know, trying to fix our hair. We're like, oh, it's not on, you know, (laughs) it's not on TV. I love my hair. Thankfully, nobody's watching. (laughs) So funny. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Carrie. All right, bye, guys.